after all that's taken place in our country the last few months, I thought I would take a few moments and just sort of share from my heart. I very much follow politics in America and have for years, as that's something God has put in me to do and to pray over. So I just want to share a couple quick thoughts before we do Esther again next Tuesday. So welcome back to Storming the Gates, a podcast about and celebrating the power of prayer. Alrighty, well, I was just hanging out with God this morning, like I like to do on Saturdays when I finally get to sleep in, and meditating and praying, thinking about all that's been transpiring in the nation and all that has transpired And I wrote down some things in my journal, and I was sort of like, I'm going to share this. (laughs) So I'm going to read from my journal and maybe give you a few uh, extra thoughts on top of it, right? So this will just be kind of a fireside chat, so to speak, from my heart. Well, as you probably know, uh, President Joe Biden was sworn into office this past Wednesday. And that was sort of unexpected for me. And the reason is because as I've been listening to many prophetic voices that I believe in and are respected, and I still believe and respect them, that really hasn't changed. But I did not think it was going to turn out the way it did. I put this verse on my Facebook page from Jeremiah 8 that said, says, the harvest is past, the summer is now ended, and we are not saved And some people responded to that in different ways. And it kind of surprised me. It wasn't meant to be a statement about despair or hopelessness. I really just meant it as a moment in time where many of us expected a different outcome and it didn't come. And we're just kind of left there going, oh, all this time has passed and we've heard that this would happen or that would happen or this would change and none of it happened. And now we're at this point. And it doesn't mean that something can still change. Absolutely. I would love it. But I was surprised things have happened the way they have. And the really good thing about that is that when we expect something and it doesn't come to pass, it causes us to really go deeper with God and say, God, what are you doing right now? So um, I'm going to share more about that coming up in Esther. I'm excited about the next uh, little part that we're going to be covering in the book of Esther. But I also want to share specifically right now about the election. And what happened uh, recently was that the Lord first began to tell me, you know, to do a podcast. I felt strongly he wanted me to share my thoughts on the election last Friday. Well, I was super tired. My dog has been up barking and she's had these problems and I've been working longer shifts than usual. My mind and my voice were both very tired. So I put it off. But what happened by Saturday or by Friday evening was that I had begun to listen to videos, YouTube videos, news sources, different things. And while they are trusted sources and wonderful spiritual leaders, I realized that I could no longer say the things that originally were on my heart that I felt God had given me to share in that podcast. And that's because those very thoughts had now intermingled with the thoughts and plans of others. And it was like, oh, I see what happens here. And I see how uh, hearing from God can become intertwined with what we're hearing 
all over because our minds, spiritually speaking, are like a radio and it picks up so many radio waves from all over the place, right? And it's sometimes it's really difficult to just tune in to the station that says God and push all the other voices out. And when we don't do that, um, and even if we try to, sometimes we can't help but be influenced by the voices around us. And I realized, I, you know, to be honest, I can barely remember what I was originally planning to say because now everything I was thinking of has been uh, so influenced by that. Alrighty, so one of the things I wrote here in my journal was that many are still awaiting some sort of deliverance from this new administration. And I do pray it comes. I do not believe this administration has the American people's best interests at heart. But I also don't personally feel that that's going to happen. So I'm not going to pretend that I do. I know last Passover, we were all in the midst of that COVID coronavirus crisis, and uh, people were saying it was a new era. And I did feel like that was something God confirmed to my heart. And it really is a new era. It's a new era for me. I am weary of political posturing and false hopes. And right now, I am really looking forward to just turning my eyes to my Savior. And it's interesting because when I do, I am actually feeling joyful and excited. I was actually excited on Wednesday for this very reason. And it's not because this physical world around us will be good, but because in these times we will call on God. God is real and he's here and we need more of him. And I was kind of like, I'm just so done with all this stuff. It's influenced me and I apologize that has influenced not just me, but our church at large, cause divisions. I'm going to choose to listen first and foremost to what the Lord is saying to me. That's not always easy, but it's something that I reestablish my commitment to. But here's something that I really feel like God was showing me, that um, he is not going to take all that prayer and fasting that so many of his people spent on behalf of this nation due to the prophetic encouragement. He is going to use it. Would we have been so devoted to uh, prayer, to fasting, to calling on his name otherwise? I don't think so. If all we thought was that, you know, um, morality was going to go down the tubes in America, then we, we wouldn't have been on our knees calling out to God. And the other thing is that we are going to repent and we are going to purify our lives yet more stringently due to this heartbreak. And America needs repentance, but not just because we got some things wrong and because we got some things right. The point is that it's a call to a deeper, stronger walk with God. I mean, when we talk about the prophetic voices, the, a lot of the people I follow said back in 2015, even before that, that Donald Trump would be president in 2016. Hence, when they said it for 2020, I was all in, right? Even though God didn't personally speak to me about it, I still believed them. Not gonna, not gonna deny that. But right now, the church has begun to arise and to awaken to new depths of prayer and fasting. I mean, it, there was nonstop, 24-7 prayer chains, prayer meetings, um, calls to prayer, calls to fast. Years ago, many years ago, I had a vision 
of a giant lion head. It rose up from in front of our church and it roared. I knew that it had roared extremely loud, like people's hair was literally going back to this roar. Some heard that roar, but remained unchanged, just went to doing what they were doing. Some didn't even hear the roar at all, but others were slowly stretching and awakening to follow the lion. And this election cycle, I realized, was a giant roar, and it has begun to awaken a sleeping giant called God's Church in America. I'm going to provide a link below of a dream by Dana Coverstone. Many of you may be familiar with him. He had a dream, and I wrote about it in my journal January 2nd. And I won't go into the dream, but here's what I wrote in my journal about it. I said, Dana Coverstone's dream that I wrote about on January 2nd has become clearer. The church did allow the seed of politics to squeeze its heart. Now we will be free to run with the gospel. Sure, politicians will try to stand in the way, as the word always, as the world always does, But when the church is free and unshackled from its chains of political affiliations and connected to God, he himself will provide the increase. I encourage you to uh, find that dream if you can on social media somewhere. And, um, but in the dream, the church is squeezed for a season by a seed that was planted in its back pocket by the Capitol Hill, I believe, or Congress. Um, represented as a building, but eventually it is set free of all that entanglement, and then it begins to run with the gospel. And I think that's part of my excitement of these upcoming days, that we fought a good fight, and now we can lay down some of those um, expectations, but we can continue fighting for God's cause. God has not forsaken us. He has not let us down. He knows what he is doing in this day and age. And I believe he has used all of this to strengthen us, to call us forward on our knees for his kingdom's cause. And I'm going to talk a little more about it on Tuesday when I do the next episode of Esther in the series for such a time as this. But I just thought I'd share those few encouraging words with you. God's in control. He's heard every prayer, and he's going to answer it. Lord, thank you that you are here, that you do answer every prayer we pray. You're an awesome God, and we love you. Lord, I pray that we will not be discouraged in these days, but we will be encouraged to uh, tune in more fully to you than ever before, that we will hear your voice and call on you. Amen. We'll see you on Tuesday.